My name is Ty Brady, the owner of Brady Insurance Marketing, and welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. Episode 43. Welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. Today I want to talk for a few minutes about a PPO versus an HMO. First of all, an HMO is a health management organization. And what that means is it puts a lot of responsibility on the doctor and the facilities because they're under contract from the carrier to manage the care. It's a care model. It's a good thing. But what that means is the doctor may have a referral to go to a specialist. That means that it may you may have to get things pre-authorized. So the whole idea is when it's a managed model that it helps with fraud, waste, and abuse. It helps with unnecessary procedures. It helps with checks and balances. So that's a good thing. And, you know, if you look at the United States, in the West Coast, HMOs are very popular. They are. On the East Coast, not so much. And the Midwest, I would say they're torn because they don't necessarily have HMOs and PPOs. But it's getting more and more where I get asked the question, why an HMO versus a PPO? The benefits are the same. They look very similar. So I'm going to try and help distinguish the best I can today, an HMO versus a PPO. Preferred provider organization. Now, you can go in and out of network with a PPO. And the question that a member needs to ask or somebody that's using a PPO is, is the doctor willing to build a plan? Because that's all the, that's the network because they can go in and out of network. On an HMO, they have to go in network or the bill is not covered unless it's case of an emergency or urgent care. So let me go back and explain this again, because the more I tend to repeat things, it makes it a little easier for it to sink in and help people understand. So the reason I'm doing this is my brother came into town and he was asking me the difference. So let me just repeat a few things. HMO stands for Health Management Organization. They are network-based plans. You have to go in network in order to have procedures covered. It has a gatekeeper in most cases, meaning that you have to go to your primary care doctor, get a referral to do anything outside of your primary care doctor. What does that do for you as a member? What is the benefit? The benefit to me is that I don't have to worry about whether a bill may or may not be paid. Because if it's not pre-authorized and it's not approved by the facility and the doctor, that's on them. So as the member, I can say, look, that was your responsibility to make sure. Now, you still need to take some responsibility. It doesn't neglect you having responsibility to make sure things are approved or pushing people to do their job but at least helps a little bit. So the doctor needs to make sure that they have a referral to the specialist. Sometimes that relies on the member getting involved because you're relying on somebody to push paperwork. Really, that's what it is. But what does that do? It helps you control cost. It helps the member have less coinsurance with deductibles, prescription drugs, and so on. That is the basis of an HMO model. They work really well. Now a PPO. If you're using a PPO, which stands for a preferred provider organization, you can go in and out of network. The cost to go out of network is traditionally higher than if you went in network. Now, you do have doctors that would be in network on a PPO. And what it is, is they've negotiated a certain reimbursement rate for you seeing that facility. Now, if they're not in network, you're paying a higher coinsurance. What does that do for you as the member? This is where it puts a lot more responsibility on you. If you're on a PPO, then it's your responsibility 
to make sure that the doctor's willing to build a plan. It's your responsibility to coordinate with the insurance company. Because what's going to happen is the lady that's pushing the paperwork, the lady in billing, she's going to submit a bill. They're going to come back and say it's declined. And what is she going to do? Call you up and say, sorry, your insurance company didn't pay the bill. Therefore, you have a three or $400 bill. That's typically what happens. Why? Because they got no skin in the game. They don't have to worry about coding. They don't have to worry about what it does and doesn't say. They just say, it's on you as a member. So what does that do? Gives you more headache, hassle, and heartburn. So you're the one saying, okay, now I got to call doctor shops. Why wasn't it covered? Well, can you resubmit it to the insurance company? It should have been covered. Then you're relying on the insurance company to do their part. So there's a plus and minus to everything. I don't personally choose a PPO. I don't. I'd rather go with an HMO. It puts more responsibility on the people in billing. It puts more responsibility on the doctor. It puts more responsibility for them to coordinate my care. Some people like the freedom of a PPO. I completely agree with that, whatever they choose. But they may have to get involved in order to get bills play, bills paid and claims. And that's where I look at it this way. Do you want a headache? You want more headache. You're going to have headache either way. The core benefits are usually very similar. But do you, or is, it, is it worth the risk and the reward to go to a PPO and go out of network and potentially fight to get a bill paid? You know, I don't, either way is fine. I got a lot of people on a PPO. I got a lot of people on an HMO. But I choose personally to be on an HMO. That's my personal opinion. And I have a lot of friends that are on PPOs. My brother's on a PPO in California. And he does that because uh, freedom of choice. And because networks are pretty small. And if he goes over county lines where he lives, then he's out of network. And he has to fight with an HMO. So there's pros and cons to both. Just know what you have and know what you may be dealing with from a member standpoint. Now, if you're an agent, you know that if you put someone on a PPO, you're going to get a doctor, you're going to get an insurance, you're going to get a pharmaceutical company saying your insurance isn't going to cover it. You're going to get that phone call and you're going to have to fight that battle. Um, it is covered if it's coded properly. It may be a higher co-insurance, but you're pushing somebody to do their job rather than somebody to say, you know what, you're on the hook for the whole bill. And I've seen it both ways. I just you make the call based on what you know. PPOs are becoming more and more popular. A lot of people like them because freedom of choice, freedom of travel. The benefits are getting more richer. So it's your call. You can take the time to compare the benefits and then decide. But I usually come down, do I want a headache? Do I want more headache? I usually like simplicity. And I guess if I went to the doctor, I want to see a certain doctor to manage my care and they didn't take an HMO, I'd want to go to a PPO. That would be an argument if I live in California like my brother does and he literally goes across county lines and he doesn't have any coverage with the HMO unless it's an emergency or urgent care. That's an argument. You decide. Hopefully I gave you some enlightenment on a PPO versus an HMO. But the bottom line for me is I like simplicity. I like it to be coordinated and more responsibility on the doctor and the billing department of the doctor's office or the facility I'm using rather than them saying the bill's not covered and you got to fight because you're on a PPO. Let me say this one more time. A PPO is strong in certain parts of the country. A PPO is a good option for a lot of folks. That's why they're becoming more and more popular. If you want freedom of choice, which a lot of people do, they typically want to go with a PPO. 
because they can go in and out of network. And the only question they have to ask is the facility, is the doctor willing to build a plan? Just because they're willing to build a plan does not mean the insurance company is gonna pay the bill, however. The doctor's office still has to do their job and has to be medically necessary. So with that being said, if you want freedom of choice, if you want to be able to go to any doctor, any hospital that's willing to build a plan, then you need to go to the PPO. Now, if you want simplicity, like I do, or many people that I know, um, and there isn't a wrong choice. It isn't about wrong or right. It's everybody has an individual decision, but an HMO is what I like and I'll deal with having to go to certain doctors and certain facilities because it works in my area. And I'm not one to really, if my doctor's in network and everything's working, then why not? It puts more responsibility on them to make sure everything's coordinated and a lot less headache, headache and hassle on me. I don't need any headache and hassle. The reason I brought this up this week is because I had somebody ask, what do you think about HMOs versus PPOs? And I told, I explained this to them and then my brother asked me when he came into town as well. These are good talking points. At the end of the day, I don't care what people choose. I don't. Whatever they choose, it's up to them. That's why I'm an independent insurance broker. That's why I sell HMOs and PPOs. That's why I choose to be independent because I don't want to try and convince anybody of anything. Because I know when they make the decision, it helps with my retention, they're happier. And if I do get that phone call because somebody's on a PPO, I say, listen, remember I told you that this may happen. So let's get on a three-way call, call the doctor's office, find out you know, why it wasn't covered. Then let's call the insurance company and find out what needs to happen so that it's coded properly, so it is covered. And just so you know, there'll be, there may be a higher co-insurance that you have to pay. I'm willing to take those phone calls because I'd like to serve and help my clients. And one of the things I've been thinking of a saying for this week is a life of service is a life of unselfishness. A life of service is a life of unselfishness. It's really, really hard to be selfish if you serve. If you need an uplift in your life, go serve. Go serve somebody. Go when you sell, serve. Find out what the need is. Find out what their concern is. It's not always about price. It's about value and it's about you as the agent. When crap hits the fan, are you gonna be there to help them? Are you gonna help them navigate through their insurance ups and downs? I do appreciate all of you for tuning in and for you guys sharing this message. Keep sharing it. Keep involving those people around you. These are tips and tricks that I've learned throughout my life, not only personal, but in business. And I'll continue to share my thoughts as I document my journey through life. Thank you. You can find The Ty Brady Way on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. To contact us, please email thetybradyway at gmail.com. The Ty Brady Way was edited and produced by Marlo Belmano. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.